It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, friends, to the Lucky Die. Previously... Lafian draws attention, Raoul saves an ally, Squash gets paid, and Zoltana bids farewell to her paladin. Now that the portal is firmly closed, the team have a chance to fully digest the true costs of the fight. Many participants dead, Demi spiriting away, and Caden stuck in Cicero. With only hours before the planned ambush, they must now decide what is more important, and how to achieve it. Will they choose to get Caden back right away? Who has the answers to Squash's questions? And will the plan to surprise Dachin work? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. So a little bit of housekeeping at the top of the episode. Uh, we stopped recording and then I was always, as always asked, do we level? And much my response was yes. So anyone whose name ends in A-L, I, you know, the, the, the normal three, um, they are now level 12 and Squash is now level 13. What, what? Bullshit. Everyone, uh, <laughs> he fought in a battle. He did some epic shit on the other side. He had real cat. I couldn't not. Um, Everyone also gets inspiration for the last couple of episodes because they were so heavy right. and you guys were so amazing and you all did like really cool, interesting things and I felt like you deserved it. But I didn't say it on recording and I wanted to make sure it was recorded so people knew you had it and I saw you and I think you're amazing. Also, apologies because I have a cold. Okay, um, that was basically the, the housekeeping stuff. Trempel has just sat down at the table he has a note in his hand, which he's kind of like mm, crumpled and just holding very tightly. And he has just said, all right, let's figure out how to, how, how we're going to do the witch's moot. Just as he sits down, you hear footsteps running from the corridor where the barracks are. 
and they're making their way towards the other end of your table, the other end of your table, basically holding everyone who went to Cicero, obviously apart from Caden. And it's very, for the four of you, yes, it would be four of you, all four of you recognise Rosita, the woman that you saved from the slavers. She is Zach's mum. And she rushes over to the other end of the table and she says, so which one of you is Bogram? And he turns around and he nods at her. She reaches onto the table, grabs a glass of water and throws it in his face. And she says, you better find a way of getting Caden back because that little girl in there is crying her eyes out. And if you don't, I swear to God, I will kill you myself. She turns and leaves. Balance lets out a little cough. Bogram's just kind of sitting there, <coughs> water um, dripping off his face, off his beard. Right. <laughs> guess that. And he wipes all the water off his beard and like one hand wave. He's like, okay. He turns and he looks at the other people on the table. Ah, uh, I guess I'm. I'll go, go deal with that. Uh, Emil, I kind of uh, uh, got to cash in that favour. And Emil kind of looks taken aback a little, nods, and the pair of them get up to leave. Um, Raw will chase them down later. <laughs> you can probably figure out where they're going. <laughs> just just don't die, please. Don't die. We can't need you. <laughs> <laughs> kind of went through a whole, whole bit. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Uh, so, witches moot. What exactly is that? You guys have been throwing that word around, but I'm not following very well. Uh, Trempa kind of like looks at the seed as they wander off and looks back at the the four of you and looks at Squash like, yeah. So, witches moot. Um, sorry. Yeah. So it's primarily done to decide who the uh, next leader of the witches site is going to be uh usually involves a couple of people who could be leaders usually narrowed down by this point two maybe three usually three yeah they have to do a bunch of things and then uh some of the important which is society folks i guess me well would have been me well yeah uh a bunch of us decide and uh, that's pretty much it do you have a floor plan? Do we know where this is taking place? Well, I've never been there myself, but being I'm temporary leader here, I, yeah. yeah, there's a there's a place called Lynn's Lament, which is only ever used for the witches' moot, and uh, yeah, it's in a crater of a volcano. I'm sorry, you said a crater of a volcano. Yeah. Dormant. Oh, I should hope so. Okay. Well, this place has never gone off in all the years that we've been using it, so I'm told. I mean, if Demi went there and she didn't set it off, it's probably dormant. Except for the part where the world has been falling apart, that could be a point of concern. Yeah, yeah. Well, till we get there, we don't know, but that's that's one one. Is Won't be a- happening until the sun begins to go down. Is there a building that we're going to be doing this in, or is this just open ground? It's open ground. From what Dana said, uh, 
when she went there last, the crater, mostly water, bit of water in it, a couple of trees, bushes, that sort of thing. Uh, those people who aren't in contention go on the edge, you know, up on the top of the crater and look down the edge so the three of them can work out what's going on. How does this work? Is it like just a voting process or is it more like a trial by combat? <sighs> kind of a mix of both, really. Um, oh. Let me uh, let me just read. And he pulls out the kind of note that he's given. And he says... It's very important we have the details because then we can figure out when we need to do the jumping. <laughs> if it's in the middle of battle, uh, even better. Well, actually, no. He'll be expecting that. He'll be on it. Um, hmm. All right, so from what uh, her ladyship says, uh, it's uh, fighting a magical creature, but that'll probably get done before any of the rest of us turn up. They have to endure magical pain, but she refused to go into detail about that. They have to show or demonstrate or speak at length about a spell that they've cast that has never been cast before or not in the last thousand years. Um... Finally deliver a speech. Uh, that's about it. That's mostly when everyone else turns up. Uh, now, <clears throat> we, do we know Dayton's going to show up or is he just... Yeah, so your friend, and he looks at Lafian, your friend, Lisbeth, <sighs> sent a message to, uh, to Dems and she sent a message to me. And uh, yeah, apparently... Lisbeth knows that Dayton is on his way there, and uh, she's preparing a place to store him when you got him. All right. It's going to be very hard to do an ambush if there's not a lot of cover. But you said there's trees and shrubbery and things of this whole time? From what Dana said, yeah. Uh, Dana's been there before. We can try to conceal ourselves. Yeah. Um, Probably best bet might be to hide up amongst the... Rest the people up on the crater, or I don't know. We could try and time it right so that we arrive. Maybe just as Dachin's fighting a creature. I mean, or if he's at delivering a speech, you know, just. I'm I can thinking if he's one of us. I'm thinking the speech might be the better point to do it, just because if we do it while he's fighting something. He's going to be on alert. He's going to be actively engaged in combat, which is when he would be at his most dangerous. Right. If he's doing a speech, he's most likely going to be a little bit distracted. Yeah, yeah, of course. If we did stand on the edge of the crater, assuming that it's not excessively large, I could always just teleport us in and ambush him then. Yeah. We just need to have somebody ready with the web and... As soon right, as we yeah, teleport, the about we the web. have to throw it in. So, the way that Demi explained it before she left, this web thing, someone's got to have some magic, and then they've basically just got to throw it in with the keyword. And I think we have two of them? Yeah. yeah. Three if we include the one Three. that... Three. No. I should have mentioned two. Out of character, remind me of you, was it we, she made two yes, or there she, she made two, but she knew there was a third one in Falsam with some, a human and a gnome who arrived recently. Okay. They were, t- they were going to talk with 
the other queen. Yes, they were going to talk with Appella. So they'll be so there you, when you we do, go talk to Appella. You definitely have two. You might be able to get three. Okay. What do you mean? <clears throat> what do you mean you need a little bit of magic to use it? Summon the belt. She kind of went off on one, you know what I mean? kind of... He looks at you with a raised eyebrow like... No, never happened. <laughs> yeah, something to do with magic creating the world. And this is a web of creation. So some sort of magic needs to go into this. There was also something she was mentioning about avatars and being a... Well, best guess is Daichin probably is one. Right is that we probably want to put this on him <sighs> when he's less able to well our plan before you you four it looks at Squash a little questioningly turn up is we're going to get him down as weak as possible wear him out and then throw at him so we don't waste the chance because if he sees it he might just bam out there so we were just going to wear him down Chuck it. Go for it. Because you don't want him getting it. So what I'm hearing then is the only person among us who's actually able to do the throwing is uh, Lady Goddess here. Well, and he looks at Raal. And he looks at Lafian. You two went to did Sky Mountain, right? Right. Did you get magic? I have divine flavor. No, favor, Roll. Favor. <laughs> keep the keep your tongue this is in my your mouth. Favorite when you ongoing say it. joke that V hates. <laughs> <laughs> we did, I. And then you've got magic. I never thought that really counted, but eh. it's enough. It's just just spark. That's all she said you needed. I'm not much for throwing anyways, to be honest. He looks at you and gives you the look of like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I fight with this, not with this. And he like f- kind of tries to flex his arms and is like, I, 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 there's nothing. All right, so let's rule out you. And that just leaves the three of you. I know you've got magic. And he points to Sultana. You went to Dead Sky Mountain, so you've got magic. Um, I did... <clears throat> I did too, so I might kinda. It hasn't really worked so far. All right then. Well, uh, I have those gloves, or did I give them to Raul? I can't remember. I think Squash got them. Uh, Squash, <laughs> no, I need I my gloves. Extra, <laughs> no, I got the thick gloves. I oh never right, got yeah, the yeah. Gloves. You got the thick gloves. Yeah, that's right. I have gloves. I'll if I recall it. correctly, I think those gloves give advantage on throwing weapons or something, yeah? Throwing attacks three times a day. I feel like that it would that would be useful for this. Yeah. If uh if they're the gloves I think they're talking about. Have you got a good throwing on? She uh she makes a muscle. It is very impressive. Can we have a contest? Post war contest? Entertain the troops. You want to? Uh, you want to have a contest with me that involves strength balance? 
No, I'm I'm saying, and this is in my mind because we used to do this when I was younger back home. After long fights and very weary and dreary combats, it's good to bolster morale with contests, feats of strength of the sort. So. If we have the time, it might be interesting to just set up a few targets and have a little bit of a throwing contest between those who may wish to participate. I mean, we can just so happen to have it where between Zoltana and Squash here, whoever gets closer to the bullseye is the one that gets to throw at Dachin. It's a great honor. How long Uh, do we have? Well, the speech is normally. This thing is going to happen at sundown. It's the traditional time. So if you want to get there early, scope it out. We will definitely stand out a little bit, but it wouldn't be unusual. So being that it's like hour after sunup. Oh, it's this soon. Cut Shit, us. I hadn't thought of that. Never mind. Disregard. Today. Disregard the tournament. All right. Squall, squash, Zoltana. One of you needs to do the throwing. Put on I'll, the gloves. I'll- I'll throw the thing. Oh my god! Okay, All I right. already volunteered to do it. Okay, what? we we have two of them. Yeah. Uh, do we want to take both of them with us? Absolutely. Okay. What if I take one and Squash takes the other? And if I'll throw first, and if mine doesn't work, Squash will throw. Sure, I'm all right with that. Yes. Are you confident yes, in your throwing ability, Squash? Uh, quick meta question. Strength is throw, right? Uh, I Usually think it's you have dexterity. Yeah. Uh, like if, stacks. Yeah, if, if, if it is finesse, if it is a finesse weapon, I can use the dex modifier to uh, throw it. Uh, yeah, I, I think most weapons uh, require uh, strength, actually, to throw. Maybe I'm going to say that this is... Actually, you guys haven't seen it, have you? No. I'm imagining it's like a white ball of like spider webs. So, 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 Discord hasn't seen it. The disc, the the keynote characters have. Yes. The only I was going to say I'm the only one here who doesn't hasn't seen it then. <laughs> but um, also, I would like to argue, even though I haven't seen it, that I'm going to throw it with strength anyway because I'm going to do it like muscles, you know, like muscles a shot special. put, which yes. is pure strength. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I, I will literally take either for this. Um, it's not okay. a problem. Okay. So, all right. Yeah, we can. I can retrieve both of those, no problem. Do we want to get the third one or make an effort to? Wouldn't that mean we'd have to interact with Queen Opella? No, there's a potential third. We would just have to talk with the owners. If. I mean. Did Demi not fill you in? On. He shakes his head. <clears throat> There's a gnome and a human that had shown up, and Demi says that apparently they have one on them. She hasn't seen it, but she could tell. They didn't like right. tell her about it. All right. Do we know where those people are? So here in town. I. I didn't even know they existed. I, I could ask Dana, but. Demi's been a bit off the reservation the last few days, so she's not really spoken to many people. I don't know if she would have time down. I only just got back from getting all the details for the witch's moot. Should they come with us just in case? Could we even human. find a Pella? 
Well, from all accounts, Appella's out, out in the big, you know, army field outside of Fassum. I assume she's recovering just the same as we are. I think we should try to find this gnome and human, try to see if we can persuade them to give us theirs. And then we should probably go and try to scout out the area as best we can, without arousing suspicion. We get there too early. We will be there for the fight and for the spells and for the pain. Like oh, we'd be pretty suspicious turning up that early. Not gonna lie. Hmm. We could resurrect Team Charisma and Team Sneak, and Team and Team Sneak could go out and check out the battlefield while Balance and I go and try to convince these people to give to work with us. And either that's going to require more teleportation, though. Uh Draining more resources. Um, True. I will meet you guys up on, up by Appella, I guess. Um, Why are I we going to Appella? To find the gnome and the, the other net. Are they with Appella? They were with Appella and their army, yes. That's what Demi said, right? We went over this. She said that they were looking for Apella, yeah. Oh, okay, they were lo- okay. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, uh, that seems fine. Um, th- th- like, we can look over the battlefield, see if we find the human and the gnome anywhere around. You guys can, like, search closer to Apella, I guess? Or what was the plan? I'll tell you what, uh, any of you detect magic? Um... I think I can. I'm pretty sure I still have that ability until it wears off. Well, how about we don't kick that hornet's nest quite so in the face of a pillar? And uh, something as powerful as the web of creation will kick out a big magical aura. You're going to spot it. So I was just gonna wander around, take a couple of friends, see if I could spot them. Take a while, but probably we don't have a lot of time. And if they haven't gone to a pallet yet, we need to make sure we go. If this is even the right choice, is Dayton worth it? I don't know who else we would pin down with the web of creation besides the. Dark entity in the sky itself. And I don't even know if that would work on it. What about the one in Kino? The one killing the gods? That's a fair point. We ran what was over there. That is true. So assuming Dwarfs that uh, were going. the dragon doesn't already take care of the problem. Well, we've got to. And if one of them misses, if Daichin gets one... I'd rather he only have the chance of getting two at the most than three. That's just, that's just my thought. And then we could even use the third one later. If these get thrown, they don't get wasted. No. You've got to hit a thing. Oh. But that as long as things. they are... As long as they're not active, they're vulnerable. So it's very easy for me to grab one of those nets... Rip it and set it on fire. It's gone. 
but of course he could just catch them and throw them straight back at us. And how does one break out of one? One doesn't break out of one. Ever? They're designed to hold gods. You can't break out of them. You can break into them, which destroys the web. A whole point once you want them. Okay, but they can be, so, they can be broken. Yeah. Okay. They can be broken from the outside. They can be broken while they're not formed, you know, while they're still in the not round holding a thing form, yeah. Okay, that's less worrying then. Yeah. Of course, he just needs one ally, but still. I'd rather give him less weaponry should we fail. Not that I think we will, but... Okay. So we'll take the two. We'll take the two. And we're just gonna let him start his speech. Are we gonna try to be in the crowd? Blend in with the crowd. He starts doing the speech. I'll give a countdown. The moment I teleport us in, you guys need to be ready to throw. We need to wear him down first. That's what um is the speech. That was our plan. The speech is going to be right after the fight, I assume, yes? No, there's a fight. Let me check the notes again. There's a fight. There's enduring magical pain. Uh, what I say on here? Uh, proof or demonstration of a spell never cast or not cast in the last thousand years. And then the speech, yeah. So it's the last thing. So maybe we do want to jump him while he's fighting something? Demi's plan was to hammer him while he was enduring pain. Oh, that's a good idea. If I were in a fight in the fourfold and someone attacked me from outside of the ring, I probably wouldn't know what was going on for a good minute. I'd be pretty surprised. That's true. There would be a lot of people. Now, some people down there said she's warned. So uh, maybe act on our side. Allies. She only approached people she was sure of. May not go down so well for everyone else, though. I mean, that's going to be a risk at any point. Everything we're doing is a risk. Of course. But we kind of need to capture him. I'm going to put it out there one more. I think this plan was insane to start with. Are you... Are you bloody sure this is what we want to do? Because I'm not a lie. Fourfold's fun. Not really fire. (laughs) I'll do one thing very well. Ten records. Well, <clears throat> we need to stop him. Yeah, He's... no fucking shit, because you're a shitty fucking wizard. <laughs> we we need to stop him. He's he's our foil to everything. We need to get him out of the way. What is he doing? He created those weird rooms in empty shallows. Hmm. He he was there almost every time something went really wrong. He cast the spells on my aunt, gave her the necklace. But what is he doing now? Uh, we don't know. <laughs> That's the bad part. We don't know what he's doing. He's always been ahead of you guys since you started this whole thing. Like We've been mopping up his mess so far. Gareth. Up to shallows. 
we need to get ahead of it. We need to stop whatever he's planning next. I highly doubt his next plan is to pet puppies and and raise an orphanage. I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be something bad for all of us. Likely involving murdering another god. Squash. I would like you to make a... Wisdom saving throw. Dachin's behind you. Ah! <laughs> Wisdom saving throw. <laughs> oh, wait, seriously? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. Zalt, Zaltan is right here. You get your the bonus. You. you get the aura. Okay, do okay, so there was, what, five? Four now. Your charisma went up, Casey? My charisma did not go up, I don't think. So that's, that's three. I just get ability score improvements this time, so. What'd you put it in, strength? Which is, yeah. It, <laughs> oh, I thought that just meant that I got to put it to my proficiency bonus, because no. I'm really good at D&D, you guys. Casey! <laughs> Casey, you added two to your proficiency bonus. <laughs> that's no, I didn't do. Damn. I didn't put anything in my proficiency bonus. Wait, I thought it did option. it. Stop. Never mind. Just go about what you're doing. <laughs> hold, all right, hold on. Casey. All right, I'm gonna. Open your character sheet. Hold on. I'm gonna figure this out together. Everyone is opening your character sheet. I'm really sheet. fucking good at D and D. That's the fact. Your strength is already at a twenty. You mm. can add two points. I'll put to it in one my charisma. Score. Or I'm one point my, to two. I'm going to put him in my charisma, both of them. Okay, so that'll put your charisma at 18, so your aura would go to a plus four. Yes. Nice. Okay. Doesn't our lay on hand pool get bigger? Uh, yep. Spell modifiers are all one so higher. Play, your, uh, your spell, sorry, your your lay on hand should now be 60. I've, I've got you. I've got you. Thank you. I appreciate this. I'm going right, to just I'll put get it back in. to the game. Yes, so you now have a plus four from, from her bloodiness. All right, well, that's a 17 plus four, so 21. Okay. As you are sitting there, whatever bizarre senses, whatever whatever it is about squash that means he has a ridiculous amount of perception, you feel the hairs go on the back of your neck as if something is watching you, as if something is trying to find you. But there's a strange tinge of magic about it. And you feel like it's coming from... The box. The box, yes. Motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck it, I haven't mean to bring it up. As soon as you kind of figure this out and just kind of like become aware of this, you feel it withdraw. You are not being watched. You have noticed this growing. Uh, yeah, Squash just kind of freezes up in the middle of a conversation and then just kind of grabs his backpack. Gets up and walks out of the room with a backpack and returns in about a minute. <laughs> What's he doing for a minute? Just stashing the fucking pack. Just far where? away from wherever they are. <laughs> it matters. Uh, also, uh, where's, where are you going? Squash, where are you? Um, We're talking. Right, right back, right back. And I go to the barracks where I woke up, I assume. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Squash comes back. Uh, before I, I, I put it away, I open up the box. Uh huh. There are letters. Yes. There's a piece of uh, a lock of hair. Yes. And the black onyx pin. The black onyx pin and two wedding rings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck it. <laughs> I'll have you know, uh, that, Arch, that I'll have you know. Uh, she told me later on, like. 
she mentioned the Onyx pick, pick randomly, and I was like, I don't have an Onyx pin. She's like, yeah, it's in the box. I'm like, you did not fucking I mention did. it. I am I'm listening to the re-recordings. Uh, like, sure, sure, it's in there. So, yeah, uh, completely slipped through my ads. <sighs> anyway. Yeah, Squash box, returns. Box dashed. Yeah, box dashed. Squash okay. returns, sits down, and like, uh, everything all right? No. What happened? I think Daichin might be aware of us. Aware of what? Us. So I, I told you guys about Empty Shallows, that they were like worshipping uh, the Blissful Eclipse and all that bad shit. Right. Um, I uh, A lot of them were wearing pins, Onyx pins, like very similar to the one that uh, I got when I was younger, uh, that I've lost since. Um. Some of them were magical, some of them not. I may have accidentally picked up one magical. I didn't really realize it at the time. And I think Dejan may have been trying to scry on us. I don't know if he succeeded or what happened, but he was doing something. If you are aware of it, mm-hmm. he didn't manage it. All right. But, but he is looking. He's suspicious. What if he doesn't plan on even doing all the things you're t- talking about him doing at the witch's thing? What do you mean? What if he knows and it's just... You know, what if it's a trap? A lot of powerful people are in the same place. That is true. If he just goes there and tries to slot everyone. Maybe we should call the whole thing off. And find him somehow else. The other plan is we could just go there. Wait for him to show up and just blow the fuck out of him. We need to catch him, though. We can't kill him. If we do, that resets everything. What material do you say this was made of? The pin? Yeah. Onyx, I think. Has he touched it? Probably. That's how he made the first one, I think. No, I don't know how he made the first one. All right, let me, let me think. Let me think. All right. Kythea had a bunch of notes about avatars. There was something to do with Onyx. It's it's a magical tether. You could uh, turn it, I guess. I'm going to have to go look it up. There was something to do with Onyx. There was something to do with avatars. Uh, Kata, uh fourfold lady, she had one. Oh. Right. How long would it take you to find out what you need to know about this? 30 minutes I know where the notes are okay maybe we should look into that very quickly any information we can get is important yes Uh, do you need the pin now or should we keep the pin away from people Uh, your call I I don't need it for what I need it's just it's just a random bit of information I don't remember it off the top of my head it's I didn't write the notes. I'll stash it somewhere. Uh, Suggestion? Nope. Squash? Um, Yeah. Put it in the meditation room where there's nobody near it. So if he does look at the item, he doesn't see anything. Uh, Do I know? uh, Sorry, what's the meditation room? It's the one that's usually used as the meeting room. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'll I'll do that. And I'll I'll meet you guys back here. Or are are you guys going to... 
I think I think <laughs> I think Ral won. I'm going to go find notes. I'll I'll be back here. In okay. Hotel. All right. And with that, with a little whoosh, magic, he's gone. I should. Uh, I should give Emil what he needs, right? Balance. Should I it, take the magic fancy bag? It might be a good idea if you give it to him for safekeeping. Raul leans over and grabs for the magic fancy bag. Balance <laughs> just kind of holds it open for you to grab the thing. And... Okay, I was going to take the whole bag, so I'm not walking. I'm not giving you my fucking bag. bag. <laughs> I'm not okay. giving you my bag. We've been over this. You're not allowed to have my magicy things. <laughs> Raul is already too keen to have magic, magic stuff. things. As Raul like oh, bends over to get the bag um, and gets closer because you have a stupid high investigation and it's stupid that that's a thing. A passive investigation. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> they both have it and I hate them both. <laughs> but um, Mine's not as high as his though. Crazy enough. Nope. Uh, you would have been told, you would have been caught by somebody who told you about Raul having his acid attack at the place, but he hasn't mentioned it to you. And you see under his neck, um, you can't really see it unless you're like paying attention, but as he like leans over, you see like a spot on one side that's pretty small, like golf ball size and a spot on the other side. That's probably like tennis ball sized that's eaten through the skin entirely. And you can see the muscle and tendons under there. That's also just red kind of blends in, but you imagine it's probably going to, he doesn't seem to realize it yet. It's probably going to, it's one of those wounds that you like would have to keep really clean. (laughs) Yeah. What? You, you're he kind grabs of... your bag. No, 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 no. Just, just take the. Well, it doesn't the thing. grab your bag. Yeah, he, he's trying to sneakily t- take a giant fucking diamond out of your bag somehow <laughs> and hide just, it on himself. You're wearing a hoodie. Just, just tuck it into a sleeve or something. For fuck's sake, just okay. like Balance just reaches in, pulls it out really quick, and just shoves it into your like. I don't know, like a pocket of your hoodie is just like fucking here, take it. Mm-hmm. What I was trying to say is, what the fuck happened to your neck? What? Yes, yeah, of course you're going to see this too. This is blatantly obvious to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about me? Uh, probably not so much. <laughs> I think their stupid investigation passives are both over 20. <laughs> That's true. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm over in the corner trying to figure out if I got any orc souls. Volanda. If you've got any orc... Yeah, any orc souls when we had that giant fight with all the orcs. Uh, it's in my sure, notes, by a, the way. In my notes, it says specifically, and I thought I'm only saying this because I think it was, I was must have been really tired when I wrote it. <laughs> souls, orc souls, Volanda, please, I'm hungry. All right, roll. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to roll, I'm going to roll like 10d4s. No, I'm going to roll 10 D2s, that's way fair. Continuity-wise, I don't know that they would, though, unless they were living. Because they were all undead, I thought. Uh, yes, but also some of the uh, celestial things could be doable. That is true. They were celestial. So, in, th- in that case, I will drop the number down, I'm sorry. He made a compelling argument. <laughs> I'm sorry, just for continuity, because otherwise <laughs> so you know someone's going to say something. Oh. I rolled it anyway. Where did it come up? It came up. I see it. All right, you, you have nine. Additional nine. Nice. How many are you at? Uh, good question. Don't, don't say that. Please don't. <laughs> All right. Well, while, have... while we're figuring that. <laughs> right. Raul, you kind of have like holes in your like 
And, and Balance is just like awkwardly gesturing at your neck area where there are just patches of open flesh. Um, Rawl is looking a bit like kind of taken aback and puts his hands up to his neck and starts feeling around and then kind of decides he needs to like see it and I guess goes to the mirror room <laughs> oh. <laughs> where there's a mirror. <laughs> Tio kind of like wraps around the throat of uh, Ralph so it's not so obvious, <laughs> like wraps his tail around him. Okay, so Ral's gone off on a wonder. If you need <laughs> healing, let me know. That looked bad. Um, I'm going to go deal with the bag. And Squash wants to deal with the bag and Damas thing at the same time. And then okay. there were two. And then there were two. We'll deal with the two and then we'll go into the, the sides. I got nothing. <laughs> I love the idea of you two sitting at the table awkwardly for a while. Nah. <laughs> just comes out with that. <laughs> I'm... If we're going to be dealing with Dacian today, then I had some things I wanted to try experimenting with, but I can't really do so if we're going to be dealing with him later. What what experiments? Well, I keep trying to expand and see what my psionic abilities are able to accomplish. I mean, I know, like, Lisbeth could do things that I didn't know were possible, like... Finding where people are and seeming to understand anything and developing abilities that she didn't prior know. Things that could be very useful, essentially. Mm. I feel like I could probably do it if I just focus on it, but I've never tried before and it costs energy for me to do so. Yeah, you don't want to wear yourself out if we're going to deal with Daechin. I don't want to get caught on a ways again. But once we've got him, if you want help with any of your experiments about your powers, I'm happy to help. You know, I'm not entirely certain how god magic would interact with psionics. That would be interesting. I'll take your thought on that later. That might be pretty informational. Well, it, bring, it does bring up a question of whether or not psionics was something created by the gods or if it was an unintentional uh, side creation of something beneath that. I'd ask Monarch, but he's kind of uh, still in his uh, hangover. Don't get philosophical on me right now, man. I'm always philosophical. <laughs> this is nothing new. I know, but right now, I'm trying to focus on, like, Priming my muscles to throw some shit. Priming Takes a lot muscles. of focus. <laughs> Would you like help with priming your mu- your muscles? Sure. Want to go to the gym? You want to spot me? Um, quick half hour workout. Sure. <laughs> Let's Great. do it. <laughs> All right, you put those like twenty, like basically twenty-five minute like red burner on yourself with with assistance. Um, I try to spot I Zoltana, would... and most of the time it ends up being Zoltana helping me spot her because of my nine strength. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Zoltana's like, okay, listen, balance. If you're gonna be a king or whatever, you're gonna need to be a little stronger. I am going to train you when oh, we're gosh. done with this. We're gonna do some strength training. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you're gonna be lifting like 
70, 80 pounds by the time I'm done with you. Um, okay. The brain's a muscle. I've worked that one out a lot. Okay. Is, is your strength at nine? My strength is quite literally nine. Okay. If you two commit to this bit, when you level up, I will let you have 10 strength. But you have to both commit to this bit. I am <laughs> You have to commit to this to commit. thing that you two are going to do. <laughs> I'm committed. Arch? Sure. You teach me Great. how to have muscles, and then yes! you and I can work on trying to co-mingle god magic and psionics and see what the fuck happens. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Maybe All right. you could So we have a beautiful montage moment. No, no, no. No, no. Uh-uh. Because I had, Balance had that conversation with Marnak about teaching psionics to other people. No, I don't want to learn psionics. I just want to learn to be smart. Okay, <laughs> that I, you want to tutor. Uh, Balance can tutor. What it is, every time you get successful squat, uh, Zogatana has to do a piece of algebra. <laughs> yes! Beautiful. All right. We'll commit to this bit and we'll figure out what the reverse uh, bit is. If you Zoltana, what is the square root of 144? 12. She just throws a dumbbell at you. <laughs> yes, 12. Exactly. She throws a 12 pound perfect, dumbbell. Perfect, 12. Perfect yes. response. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's go to um, Ral and his mirror. <laughs> Because I believe you were also going to go check on Emil and Bogrim, yeah? Uh, yes, he's just checking the mirror real quick. Okay. Um, you go into the mirror room. The four guards let you past. Not a problem. Uh, you can definitely lift up their thing. The mirror doesn't change. There's no strange visions for you. Yep. Um, you feel Tio tense up a little bit. Oh, no. And they seem perfectly happy a few minutes later. Oh. Um, moments later. Um <laughs> I want to know Theo what the vision was. Raw, raw checks on Tia. Tia's fine. Tia like sees himself in the mirror. You see everything around him being completely dark. You see shapes moving in the darkness. Things that are very similar to Tia in shape and size. And then he's staring at himself. And he grows, his legs grow very long and very thin as if they're being drawn through an extruder. His tail kind of becomes much, much longer. You can see extra bones being added to it. And you see his neck and his head elongate. And you see wings form on the side of his body. And as you see him looking and snorting at himself, you see basically what Raoul would assume to be the horse of death. And then he's back inside himself. Hmm. Well, so he was totally <laughs> fine. What you see in the mirror, <laughs> what you see in the mirror is, as you lift your neck back, you can see the two large holes that your friend was describing to you. Um, they're raw, they're uncomfortable, and you see Tio kind of like sniffing and maybe thinking about licking away the 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 acid, but shaking the head and changing the mind, just settling on your shoulder. It looks very raw and probably in need of stitches and healing. Gross. Yeah. 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 Uh, his eyes are like pretty much almost the red that his mouth is now, his tear duct mm -hmm. area, but uh, yeah. his mouth where um, it's kind of, all the all the parts of him that he just kind of says are you know just so far gone at this point <laughs> are starting to really get uh, really get bad because he doesn't usually like wipe his neck you know what I mean 
Yeah. Tio kind of like wraps his tail around the area so that it doesn't get any worse. Just sits settled on your shoulder like that. Uh, Raw collects himself and kind of like bats Tio and uh, decides like not to worry about it so much, not to worry Tio. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Tio kind of nips nips at the side of your jaw, like, it's okay. He kind of uh, leaves and continues about a little more casually. Going to find yeah. Emil and Pokem. Okay. Um, you make your way to the barracks, which is where you, or to be fair, where you all were sitting, like you would see Bogram and Emil leaving if they left the barracks room. Um, the only other way they would leave is through teleportation magic. And you suspect people around them could do that, but this is your hunch. You head towards the barracks area and you go to the place where Caden and Rosita and their children um, were staying. And you get there and you see that there is on one of the beds a duvet, uh, a cover that has been like bundled over a, like a, well, a teenage girl. And you could see some of her kind of like dark hair just poking out from underneath it. But she's covered herself in this. And you hear her like sniffing and crying a little bit. And you can see that Rondi and Zach are like sitting on the bed with her. And you see that Rondi's like got his arm around her and Zach is on the other side with his arm around her. And they're just talking to her. And you see Rosita sitting at the end of the bed looking utterly distressed. Standing behind her is Bogrum and Emil who are kind of talking very hushedly to one another so that they don't disturb the children. Um, Ra will go and try to like sneakily give Emil the diamond <laughs> and kind of whisper to him, found the shiniest one. And uh, then <laughs> go sit on the bed and uh, try to talk to Taylor. Um, Emil kind of looks at the rock, has a look of confusion, a look of exasperation, followed by a look of relief as you, you figure out you've got the correct size shiny rock. <laughs> <laughs> Bogram um, puts a hand on your shoulder and like kind of reach up and like pats your shoulder for a minute and he doesn't feel like he says any, he can say anything um, anything of any use as you make your way over to Taylor's bed um, and you sit on the end and you see Rondi and Zach kind of look up from where they are and to go back to where they were like huddled over their friend Raw like takes the corner of the blanket and like tries to like lift up the corner and peek underneath it <laughs> Try to make eye contact. As you kind of like go to the head of the bed and lift up the corner, like you see uh, Taylor's like big brown eyes are just bright red and she looks very sad and she looks up and she gives you like half a smile, um, which is immediately dropped again as her eyes fill with tears. Uncora! He like pulls the covers off of her a little bit and gives her a hug. She hugs him back. And she's like hugging him very tightly. Um, all the kids kind of like bundling on top. Uh, and she says, It's okay, Uncle Ra. We're going to get Daddy back. You don't have to worry. Um, I know. I wasn't going to let them stay there. Is there a plan? I don't know. But. Zach's mommy said that she got Mr. Bogram to help. 
And she kind of like pulls back and looks up at you and she says, I don't think my daddy's dead. He can't be. He's not dead, right? No. No. We got, uh, we got squash back from Cicero. And squash is only little and daddy's much bigger, so he'd be much easier to find. Uh, yeah. Talk shit. Keep talking shit. <laughs> but it's okay, Uncora. Um, we're gonna find Daddy, so you don't have to worry. And well, I'm going to help any way I can. So uh, you just uh, just calm down, and we'll figure it out. Okay. She nods, and she says. Mr. Mr. Pilgrim says that Daddy was being a hero and he saved his life. Yeah, everyone was uh, really brave. Then I'm gonna be like she kind of like half sits up and like wipes her eyes with the back of her arm and she's like, I'm gonna be really brave too. We'll be fine. We'll, uh, it'll be okay. He's gonna be fine. We're all like pats her on the back, and then like, t- like kind of playfully because she's probably like half sitting up now. Like tosses the blanket yeah. like back over her head. Well, <laughs> <laughs> okay. You, you save the world, and we'll save Daddy. Corral. Uh huh. Don't get dead too. <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah, she smiles. And she looks at Bogram and she says, Okay, Miss Bogram, I have an idea. I have lots of ideas. And she kind of like beckons him over and the pair of them uh, go and sit with her. Okay, uh, squash, let's go do your thing. Okay, Squash, if you are going to spend your sneaking away time trying to track down Damas, I'm just going to give it to you as written that you'll you'll know where he's going. Um, he left through the sewers, and it's only half of orc set of prints you found. <laughs> so you make your way following these, and they take you basically back up to where the Witch Society main entrance is. Um, as you get there, you can hear Damas yelling something about... If Wilder Magickers, if anyone doesn't feel safe at the Witch Society anymore, that the Lodge would take them and protect them. And you hear his voice getting louder and then it kind of peters down a little bit and then goes quiet. You make your way inside the building and Damas is there talking animatedly to a poor, poor woman who's just trying to do her job. Um, and he basically gets directed to take a moment to wait for Trampel. Uh, Damas? That was quick. <laughs> yeah. What? No, I'm not Trampal. What are you talking about? Mm. No, you're not. <laughs> oh, you were expecting me. Oh, right. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, can we talk? I, I figure we probably should. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh... 
uh, Squash just kind <clears> of <throat> leaves the, the, the room again, ha- having no interest in letting this person hear the conversation. <laughs> Where are you headed to? I think the intention is just to keep moving. Okay. And let's say you guys just keep walking through the town. I mean, it is still, it's, to be fair, mostly rebuilt now. Um, but there's a lot more people here than you either of you have probably ever seen. Um, even Damas, who's probably been to Falson once or twice. Um, this place is filled with people and not all of them are local Falson folk. So yeah, you can blend into the group, not a problem. Uh, once they <clears throat> start moving away from the uh, reception area, um, just, Squash just kind of like... He doesn't seem to be looking at you. He's kind of looking forward and you can easily tell that he's like, uh, he's working on words in his head. Like he's looking for the first word to start this conversation. Uh, and if you let him sweat, uh, it's, it's going to take a minute, but you're welcome to. <laughs> How much trouble are you in now? <laughs> Me? Yeah. Well, uh, that's, that's normally why you pull me aside. How much do you owe? Oh, oh, actually, nothing. Um, I've been clean since I since we left the the jet. Well, no, that's not technically right. I wasn't really. It's been a while. It's been a while. I've been doing good, Dennis. I've been doing good. Oh. Um, and I've been keeping my head down and I've been uh, standing up for myself and, and doing things that need to be done. Good for you. I'm proud. Squash has like a little smile uh, and he quickly like wipes it away. Like, no, this is not what... Why are we talking about this? You know why we're why I'm here, right? <laughs> Maybe. Am I going to have to spell it out? Where did she go? What is going on? What did she do? I don't know what she's told you. I don't know if she's told me everything. But, um... She's... Long ago, I... I gave Demi a burden that was mine to bear. And uh, I'm not sure if she's handling it the right way. I'm not following. Let's get out of the crowd. Okay. You can probably find an alleyway somewhere. I probably know an alleyway around here. Yeah, Falsum, uh, Falsum, uh, Squash takes you down a, a weird, crickety little alleyway. While the buildings have been restored, uh, it still kind of serves the same point-to-point purpose. And it has like a, a U-shape to it. So there's a, uh, like a definite, like an area where there's no, like, uh, like there's just buildings all around you. There's no, like, view of the street. <laughs> What do you know of my people? I'm assuming you mean the orcs. Yeah. Uh, um, my mother's people. 
you were banished to islands for being too aggressive. Uh, That's you... one way of putting it. Uh, the other is that we boldly conquered some isles that none others could tame and lived there proudly and free. But I suppose that's your side of history. Squash is like in his head, like seeing all the flaws with that sentence. It's just like, okay, this is not what we're here to talk about. Um, yeah, um, I, I, I know that um, there are... Um, One second, one second. Uh, out of game, out of game thing. How much does Squash know? Like Aether knows a bunch of shit, but uh, like literally I all think, his I information really, would come from Demi. Yeah, I think other than saying that her that she was taken in by the orcs, that um, her mother, even though <laughs> her mother was some sort of human, um, her mother that her raised her was was an orc, uh, helped and nurtured her chaos. Uh, so that she could flourish as a wild magic sorcerer rather than being oppressed where she would be in your house. Um, that the orcs are a pretty bloody violent people. Uh, <laughs> but there are there are aspects of them that are are proud and noble and they are loyal to one another. Um, at least at least her clan was. Um she would have mentioned that she had I think you probably would have picked up that she had slaughtered a bunch of them and she felt exceptionally bad about that. Um, yeah, I think she kind of just would have given those details and anything else you would have picked up is that they're just kind of mostly confi- uh, confined to the aisles. All right. Well, uh, I know that they are, that that orcs thrive in clans and mostly the clans try not to war with each other, but... Just like elves and dwarves, <laughs> uh, peace is seldom uh, permanent. Yeah. I guess that's all I really know about orcs. Well, the big thing, the um, the important bit that no one, no one talks about is that the orcs are close with their god. All of us. Every orc carries within them a small part of the, well, we would consider it power and determination and uh, strength of Grouch. Others consider it more well I believe uh, you said it earlier bloodlust destruction savagery barbarism mm. uh, thanks um, I'm sorry uh, that was callous <laughs> of me I'm not used to having orcs around and it's a easy throwaway joke usually yeah I tell you this uh, because you of all people could understand what it would be like for a half-orc to grow up among orcs. <laughs> Where everything is pain. bigger than you. Everything wants to stand on you. <laughs> yeah. Uh... And just like you, I was lucky. 
I heard Demi. And, uh, I found it hard. Um, Grumpsh isn't easy to share headspace with. <laughs> Demi helped. And, uh, she helped for a long time. I, I found other gods. And she got stuck with Grumpsh. How did she get stuck with Grumpsh? I would say that's a story for her to tell. Uh, <laughs> yeah, squash like, like kind of just just like an air wave of his hands, just like why do we think? Why do you think we're here? <laughs> yeah. If it's none of my business, it's none of my business. But does this have something to do with why she left? Yeah, Demi's good at cutting deals. I don't know if you ever noticed. <laughs> She 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 knows her way around people, yeah. Yeah. Not just people. Gods. You leave someone alone for 20 years with a god. Who knows what they tell you talk about. Squash is like kind of like searching through his head. So... What... She told me she did something dumb, but she wouldn't tell me what it was. In her letter, she mentions Grumsh. You say that she shared headspace with Grumsh. What did she do? Damas, what did she do? She found a way to, uh, to take the fight to the eclipse. That's one way to call it, yeah. Her and Grumpsh, they... I don't, I don't know how it works. She sacrifices herself or lets Grumpsh in. I don't know. Um, long and short, she might die. And when this is all over... When we beat the Eclipse, Squash is staring you goddamn in the eyes right now. What happens to Demi? She doesn't know. I I don't know. This, I'll promise. I'll tear the planes apart to find her. We're going to meet her again once Monarch is whole. She says so. In the letter. We need to find a save find a way to save her before it comes to that. Or not before it comes to that. When it comes we to that. We don't know it's gonna be her when we see I, Demi it, I don't care. Grooms does not deserve her. No. But do we deserve her? Do we have no. the right to choose not to honor that sacrifice? I don't care. I don't care. She came after me in, in in Cicero. Nobody asked me. She did it because it was the right thing to do. I hope. She did something similar for me once. That we owe her, Damas. Both of us. I told her. <laughs> I told her, dying's my job. <laughs> I'm the one with the sword. I stand at the front. I die for the clan. 
Squash kind of like like waves his hand in in front of his face like, you told her? How long have you known Demi? Telling her does nothing. She doesn't listen. You have to do. Yeah. Have you ever won an argument with that woman? Mm. (laughs) I'd ask if you ever won a fight, but I'm assuming that when she was younger, you could overpower her a little bit before she became became a voodoo hoodoo and started setting everything on fire. Being on fire is pretty shitty. (laughs) I bet. Mm. Okay, so how do we do this? How do we get her back? Even if it's just so she can make the choice to go back to Groom's if that's what she wants. I don't know. She might have already made the choice. It might already be happening. I mean, she might already be gone. She didn't make that choice. She didn't make a choice. This was forced on her. You know that. The way she writes about it, the way she talked about it. It's clear this is not the path she wanted. It's a path she took because it's the path she had to take. I offered to take her place. She wouldn't. You couldn't, Damas. Otherwise, I know you would. Clearly, you weren't listening. (laughs) I was born to be a conduit of Grinch. All orcs are. She came to it. She found it. took Grumsh from me. That connection is not hers. So, you know nothing. I know as much as you. Squash kind of like looks up uh, divination magic, like forecasting, future sight, something like that, something that can help us, give us information. You want me to scry on her? No, no, I mean, more something that can give us the information on how to help her. Would that even work? I don't know. Since Savras, I don't even know how seers work anymore. Do you think it's your destiny to save her? Or is it? do you think it's your destiny to stand by? I try. Demas offers you his hand. Squaz takes it. <sighs> okay. Um, I, I do need to ask, though, Squash. Mm-hmm. You had mentioned something you wanted to try and do. Are you going to still try and do that? Oh, definitely. If um, if we're basically just talking and Damas does everything in his power to not talk about Demi at this point, um, then at some point Squash is going to try to sneak the letter that he knows knows that Damas has uh, hidden in his, like, um, what's it called, in his collar of this armor. Uh, in that case, I'm going to need you to take a sleight of hand, and I'm going to need Stamaz to take a perception check. The joy of a 12. <laughs> You're fucked already. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know without him rolling, he's already got way more than that. Oh, yeah. Goddamn rogues, dude. Yeah. Uh, I know. So no, I- literally, like in, in four episodes, I've rolled no higher than a 10, <sighs> apart from now. <sighs> so bad. So-, so what did you finally get, Squash? Uh, I rolled uh, a 7, but because of my reliable talent, I get a 10, so 23 <laughs> on sleight of hand. I assume by the time that Damaz is like back into pursuing a path to try and get them some sort of divination magic, you realise the letter is gone. You sort through uh, an amount of papers as you steal from him, and you, you steal the one that you use, has at least Demi's handwriting at the top of it. Yeah. Um, 
uh, the letter. Uh, I'll rephrase that. You sort through and you find a letter in an envelope. The envelope has Damas's name on in a handwriting you recognise as being Demi's. Uh, but much later on, when you kind of slip away from uh, from Damas and go to join the rest of the team, the letter is empty. Oh, you son of a bitch. Fuckity fuck, fuck, fuck. That was something else I was going to do that would have been kicking ass. But hey. What were you going to do? Uh, I needed to actually read a spell effect to do it, but... Oh god, are you going to do something nice to him? Don't because you can't turn up, pay him and then bless him. Like this is not okay, dude. No, I was going <laughs> to I I was going to gish him to not tell the others. Ah. Oh. For 30 days. <laughs> oh damn, that's really smart. You bitch. You absolute bitch. No, that's super that's really smart cuz he knows why I want him to well, this is good. Um, okay, if you got to steal the letter, Damas, is there anything you want to do? Damas is gonna gonna gish him. Uh... Okay, we need to click a gish, gish, whatever people may want to call it. I call it gish. Um, yeah. All right. Okay, then yeah. we need to resolve this before you go back to the others. Oh no! Can I dex out of the way? No, but I do need you to link that spell in roll 20. As for how it happens, I kind of picture, like, Damas just, like, reaching into his doublet and realising the letter's gone. <laughs> like, assuming he was gonna, it was going to go missing before Squash <laughs> let, like, goes. Yeah. I'll actually, yeah. I'll accept that. If, like, if, like, if he's Squash left accepts it, that, we'll accept he's that. He's left it the place where, where, yeah. uh, where Squash last saw it rather than put it somewhere useful and, and actually hidden. Um <laughs> So you're just gonna go in there and go like, oh, fair enough. <laughs> and then like as as Squash walks away, he's gonna cast it on him. Oh man. It's a one minute casting time, so I think that's perfect. Sixty feet as well. Yeah. So if he's just making his way through a crowd, I can just wander along mumbling. Um okay, so yeah, you can definitely follow him along um in the crowd. Um Squash is actually very difficult to follow, but you've seen him work and Squash is, I'm guessing, a little preoccupied with trying to make this goddamn letter work. Um, you cast Gears on him. What's your wisdom save, my dude? 16. Squash. <sighs> Come on, Squash. Do this. Squash, fail, please. Squash, please. Please fail. Please, squash, please, squash, please. Squash, we believe in you. <laughs> no that's a natural 20 you Fair feel enough. as if someone is trying to command you to do something as if someone is trying to reach into your mind and take control of various parts or in fact even all of it and you turn around and you will see Damas finishing off the spell uh, Squash does not know what Giz is so he just kind of like looks at you and like what is Thomas doing when Squash like turns around? And, like he like he clearly Busted. knows you did something. I think if anything, Thomas is just standing there looking a little bit pissed off. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Okay, can we say this? Squash's eyes like real quickly like dart to where the the letters letters used to be. That was just kind of like nods his head like real gently. And then Squash is just gone. Like three people, like he just starts moving backwards. And as soon as a person passes <laughs> by him, he's just gone. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. 
All right, yeah. Okay. Uh, I think Squash might then uh, beeline to the... Um, to Demi's old office, where the receptionist... No, not receptionist. His name is... Trimpel. Trimpel, where Trimpel should be. Uh, so Demi... Demi's office was kind of the little room that you guys teleport into if you go to the Witches Society first and then down to um, the uh, the temple below. Um, the area in there is actually her office. Um, she mostly did her work out of her bedroom, uh, the kind of big room that I think Squash may have visited maybe once. Um, and Trempal, he actually has his office exactly where he was when he was still just the receptionist there. <laughs> Because Trimpal is super lazy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so Squash gonna check um, what he thinks. Well, at least from what I understood, he had a bunch of notes from Demi. So I would assume he's in Demi's office. Uh, he had he had like a specific letter given to him. Um, as you oh, basically this, as you arrive at the Witcher Society, um, you can see Trempal is in a little, in like a really tiny, shitty room behind the reception desk. <laughs> That's where his shitty office is. Oh, that's sad, even for me. <laughs> oh. To be looked down upon by Squash. Oh, boy. Sad times. Uh, Squash is just going to approach him. Yep. Uh, like, uh, hey, um, sorry, I, I know we're in the middle of a thing uh, and, and you're busy. Yep, yep. Um, what? Is there magic on this paper? <laughs> Squash just presents the piece of paper. Yeah. How do I read it? Uh, uh, yeah, you need a your password. Password? Yeah. For a letter? Yeah. Damas. <laughs> <laughs> Funnily enough, it doesn't work, Squash. Ah. One, two, three, four. Zero 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 zero. <laughs> Four three two one. Password. <laughs> Word pass. <laughs> Drops up. Um, how guys? How freaked would you guys be if you hit it? <laughs> uh, oh. I can make uh, guesses. Is, uh, is there any way around it? Um, would you know? How important is this? Uh, pretty important. Like, like not Dachin important, but pretty important. Uh, fine. He reaches over and he kind of like turns it, looks it over, and he knocks on it. This gives you 10 minutes. What? Paper fills with orcish runes. Oh, no, I can't read this. <laughs> Ten minutes. Ah. Oh man. If only you knew uh, somebody who could read shit like that. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah, but they're not ten minutes away, and they cannot translate the entire letter in ten minutes. <laughs> uh, he doesn't know that yet. Nope. <laughs> Squash. Ooh, ooh. We are in an office full of papers and pens and uh, like inks and quills, right? Yes. Guess what Squash is doing. <laughs> That's clever. <laughs> Just gotta start copying. You it. sneaky motherfucker! Fine, fine, whatever, fine. You write down all the orcish. Fuck you. All right, 
that will basically... He kind of looks at you with a side eye, like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, admits that what you just did was fucking genius. Um, <coughs> and at the end of it, um, as the paper begins to fade out, you get the last couple of runes written down. Um, it's a long letter. It takes you basically the whole 10 minutes to write the unfamiliar um, orcish yeah. runes. They're kind of actually dwarven runes, but they're written with an orcish kind of like like tints to them. Um yeah, you, you get it down. And he looks at you and says, come on. Yes, yes, let's go. You've got the things. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, with that, he kind of like reaches over, grabs your wrist, and he's like, ready? Uh, yes. Good. Yes. <laughs> and he teleports you back downstairs. Uh, I assume everyone else is there. Question mark. Valens comes in and Have he's sweating. <laughs> Zoltana comes in and she hasn't broken a sweat. She, she just looks, looks really confused. <laughs> Raw wants to peek around for one more person before. Okay, sure. Who do you want to peek around for? He wants to find the dragonborn. Oh yeah, sure. Make um, sure that the dragonborn made it. The. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say you find them. You find them in like the kind of training room. Um, you see uh, Balance and Zoltana off one corner. Sorry, Laughing and um, Zoltana off in one corner, like doing squats and maths. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you you see him in the corner um, practicing um, throwing some like basic fire as the uh, like a at, like a target dummy. Um, he looks like he's a little bit worse for wear. His um, he's got like a, a deep cut on the side of one of his arms, but it's healed over with magic, minimal scarring. Raw, uh, kind of, like, kind of playful, kind of with that, like, I know we're not supposed to be, like, super enemies right now, but, like, I'm also <laughs> still kind of bitter. <laughs> of course, yeah. Um, he approaches, um, uh, so you're alive, huh? You made it. Not so useless after all. <laughs> Looks like we both made it. Mm. Um, real quick, uh, last time we talked, I kind of uh, didn't Stomped want to... off. Yeah, I didn't want to deal with it, yeah. Um, uh, part of what I was going to say is that uh, when I do get Emma back, uh, I'm not going to remember Daymarius. Um, he, he stops throwing fireballs. What do you mean? I won't remember it. It will be gone. Um, Ama will. Um, but I'm going to be kind of at the mercy of whatever is going on. I won't really know what's going on. So um, I just wanted to come by and uh, because uh, we're going to need to figure out how to get there. Do you know how to get back when we need to? I will be able to contact our people. And get them to come get us. Teleporting, yes. 
getting here will not be teleporting. Oh, okay. They will have to take a slightly slower route to get to us. But from there, teleporting, yes. We'll run, uh, we'll... We'll have to meet Rowan. Rowan was not in the capital, is he? The capital? Oh, Mulranra tends to live uh, common. They switch back to um, Draconic, they say. Yeah, Rob, they live Rob inside would have approached the with Draconic to make okay. it easier. They live inside the mountain, just north of the capital. They probably won't come just to get me. But they may come if they decide to bring the chalice themselves. Well, when we... <laughs> There's no way everyone was not going to just have a bunch of you down here watching over Marnax, so there will be a bunch of you down here, probably. Yes, of course. I'm hoping somebody will release me so I can go home. Right. Uh, well, um... Good luck with that. Um, just, uh, I'm not going to remember, but uh, I don't. I don't want to go to the capital or Daemarius at all, for obvious reasons. I want to remember why. Before we go, I want to remember why I don't want to go now. Wouldn't your Emar do you think she would want to go? Would she not persuade you to go? Everyone's or do you want me to, to tell her that she, do you want me to tell her not to take you? I think she, You wouldn't be accepted in Demarius. No, I know. I don't want to go. I don't know. Uh, just remind me, uh, not to, I guess, if you care. Um, because uh, while my friends know, I think they're more optimistic than I usually, you know, understand things to uh, be. I will hold this memory for you. I will... Remind you and your friends and your lady. And uh, you couldn't understand us at the time. We were speaking in common. Uvranwa uh, offered to cure me. I don't... His eyes go completely wide. It would require his heart. I don't want that. Nor do we... No. When I come, when Ama comes back, all I will have is seven years, and all I will remember is pain. I won't remember the ten years before where I did not have pain. I'm just worried that uh, I'll lack a little bit of reasoning. So, remind me. I don't let I me do will that. Do that. I will not willingly let you take Ulanra's <laughs> heart, <laughs> nor attend to Demarius. Rock kind of laughs. 
You have my word on. He has like that half smile of like, this is never going to happen. So sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my word. All right. Merle's done. He's satisfied. Kind of gives a half smile, nods and leaves. Okay. Uh, you leave after the somewhat sweatier balance, uh, Lafian and the somewhat perplexed Sultana. Um, you three arrive at the table sort of one after another, just as Squash and Trempal arrive. Trempal just like, uh, just sits down and um, he says, all right, so I went through Kythea's moach. Much more organized than Demi's. Easy to find. So, avatars have a special relationship with onyx. It's a powerful stone. It helps to anchor avatars to this realm, you know, because aspects of gods or sentinels or whatever the fuck Dacian is helps anchor them here. Makes their spells more powerful, despite the limitations of being inside an avatar. However. If you get one of these onyx things, and that was theirs, it gives you a bit of advantage against them. It gives you a much better chance of overcoming their strengths. And Dacian's checking uh, to see where these are because he's scared that they're going to be there. He knows, right? Could be. He probably uh, got contacted or knows that I was at Empty Shallows and mm, mm. or knows that somebody was in Empty Shallows and fucked with his uh, little rune thing. So he might be trying to figure out who the fuck it was and if he should shove them off a ledge. Yeah. So from what I've picked up, it doesn't work all the time, but it gives you a solid chance. So whoever is going to be doing this throwing might want to give it to them. And if I understand correctly, with scrying abilities, usually there's limitation if it fails the first time around. Is that correct? Yes, about 24 hours, something like that. So oh. if we're going to be doing this today, then there is no harm in having that pin with us. So then All right. we'll so give it to Zoltana we'll... when we go. Yeah, seems fair. Laughing's like gonna be wiping his forehead with a napkin while he's talking. He's just <laughs> if we're afraid of someone looking at it, I put it in the bag of holding. Let Spectre look after it until we need it out. That way he can't look. We don't need to worry that for twenty four hours, apparently. By which well, point he out. should be locked up, I hope. Oh. Mm-hmm. Right. Either he will be locked up or we will be running. Or worse. Right. Backup plan, Trample. Um, is someone going to be there to bamf us the fuck out of there if things go wrong? I've got enough energy to get us there. And what about leaving? That's, uh... See, now that's where we were uh, riding on Demi. Which we can't do anymore, Trample. There's going to be yeah. how many witches there and how many of them can teleport? Good bet. Good bet a lot of them are. Okay, we're going to need to have somebody in our pocket that understands that if things go south, we leave. Dana knows a few people. We'll probably get aid where we least expect it. At least. At least that's my reckoning. 
Okay. As long as we have backup plans so that we're not stuck on an a, a crater with the avatar of the creature thing that's trying to destroy all of existence. If he's in if he's in the web, we don't need to worry. Right. If we it can just fails, camp out. It's a huge ass. Well problem. if it fails I'm gonna go on a name and say we're and so we're fucked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So when do we want to go? Do we have a timeline on when each of these events is supposed to transpire? We need to have a final decision. Are we doing this when he's fighting a creature or when he's supposed to be subjected to torment and pain? Totally depends on how many contestants there are. If there's three, starts much earlier. Do we know who the, can, the, the other participants are supposed to be? Yeah. There's an old guy. Yes. He has a solid name. The guy that was at the um the, the gentleman's dueling club. Uh he backed down. Oh, not that guy. Okay. No, he, he had a bad feeling. Bad feeling? Oh is that bad feeling named Agent? I wouldn't be surprised. It's a shrewd one. Chicken shit is the term No, there's a... Uh... <laughs> There's a old elf named Zoedoi. There's an apostrophe between the O and the E. <laughs> He's a master wizard training for years. Uh-huh. And there's a... Make sure I pick a, a good one. Something not by thirsty. <laughs> Sorry, correction, something not else by thirsty. Shouldn't balance as a prince, like, and then also just Zoltana and I, shouldn't we just have ability to go and grab someone to, like, teleport us around? Well, you do have N, who is the dwarf uh, um, sorcerer lady that came with you from the dwarves, but she is an emissary to the uh, Falsum, not... Uh, a sorcerer on your behalf. Right. The only other ability that we could pull would be if we had gone back to Bellagbood and seen if we can got, uh, could get any of the Witches Society members yeah. there. Yeah. Since they technically um, still fall under the Elven rule. Yeah. Um, and there's a, there's a young drow man, Antonina. Anto what now? Antonia. Another wizard, I assume? Warlock. Warlock, really? Yeah. I thought you guys uh, weren't a big fan of that with the whole chaos thing. We're not, but uh, he's a different kind of warlock. Do we know the patron? Yeah. Torm. Oh, okay, that's not so bad. Never mind. Respect. Yeah. It's a very peculiar patron. No, I wasn't expecting that one. Maybe the patron he's telling you. <laughs> Yeah, well, they'll be there. And since they're elves, and he looks at Lafian, <laughs> sure, you could probably respectfully ask them, even though they're kind of outside your political sphere now. That's assuming that they even are aware. I already had someone that was like, oh, no, you, you're supposed to be dead. And it's like, I'm not, I'm right here. 
Well, no offence, Your Majesty. I ain't going to be dealing with that. All right. That's all right. So the earliest I think they'll be starting is midday, if there's three of them, if all three of them go. We're going to be teleporting on the edge, right? As best as my description could get us, yeah. So we won't be noticed immediately. I mean, we should probably try to disguise ourselves because he knows what we look like. Raw just gives you a blank stare. As best as we can disguise each other. Oh, we've got some initiative robes upstairs. You'll be fine. I'm All sorry, right. some what? Initiative robes. Initiate. Sorry, initiate robes. I was bad. about to say, hold on a second. There's a, those are all the way across the fucking world. I'm going to join the initiative now. Sorry. Get my sorry. robes. Yeah, we've got some uh, initiate robes upstairs. You'll be fine. Okay. So we want to get there as soon as we can? Um, Hour after midday, just so that we give time for them to be thoroughly distracted, I'd say. Has anyone uh, seen my robes? <sighs> <laughs> Who's that? Ah! Jesus Christ. Roll initiative. On that beautiful <laughs> note. On that beautiful note, we'll kill this episode and we'll get ready to go. We no, we have to kill the keynote. When we... <laughs> so, okay, the this is... Man. Someone put the blooper noise in here. This is the end oh, of the episode. Thank you very dress. much for listening. <laughs> Bye. I'm going to hit stop. I'm going to hit stop. 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 This is... I'm hitting stop. Hello. Thank you for sticking around till the end. I just wanted to let you know that we have a new website up and it was completely done by the... Every single aspect of it. So, thank you, V. It has a bunch of great fan art on it, though none of me. So, do go over and click on it. There's a bunch of stuff in there you might not have seen before. And there's some information about the world. It's a really cool cool website. V made it really, really fucking sweet. Um, on that, I want to thank uh, Thirsty and Bezo for the names So Idoi and Anton. And Onia, uh, respectively. <laughs> Other than that, there's nothing really to tell you. So if you stick around, you can hear a, a little demo reel for the Once and Future Nerd uh, podcast. That's actually kind of good. So uh, stick around for that. And maybe bloopers. Are the bloopers? My notes don't say if there's a blooper. I hope there's a blooper. Those are usually pretty good. God, I'd kill for a blooper right now. <laughs> I don't have a blooper. There's not a blooper. I don't know why you've done this. I don't have one. There's not a blooper. The Once and Future Nerd is a tale of knights and kings, orcs and elves, in which... Oh, you've heard that before, have you? Well, in this tale, three teenagers have been trapped, and together they must... Oh, you've heard that one as well? Fine. Here's what real people from your realm have to say about the Once and Future Nerd. All reviews are by real fans, but performed by actors. I call this one socially aware D&D. Necromancers pervert the most sacrosanct traditions. Not all necromancers! Oh, wait. Uh, yes, that one is definitionally true. It's been an awesome adventure with plenty of LGBT representation and badass female characters. Oh, wait. That wasn't very ladylike. Hawk! Verily, I hereby decree that you all shall f*** yourselves. It's a show that happens to deeply understand the world in which it was created. Stories matter. People are the stories they tell. Power is who gets to tell the stories. Find us at onceandfuturenerd.com Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we 
are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.